you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Who don't you want lining up across from you for those 60 minutes? Who's the number one guy, the one guy I don't want out there? I want every, I want anyone out there. Whoever, everyone's welcome out there. Anyone. Jalen yeah. Rams. Deion Sanders in his prime. Whoever wanted could get it. David. Football. Football David. The Dave Damashek Football Program. Available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. There he was, the best wide receiver on the face of the earth, Antonio Brown. I encourage you, nay demand, you go back and listen to both of last week's episodes of the Dave Damashek football program. We sat with Bucky Brooks. We figured out the Jenga pieces for all 32 NFL teams. And then on Thursday's show, we talked to Antonio Brown. You just heard a little bit of him there, as well as Willie McGinnis, one of our favorite guys here at NFL Media. All things Patriots at a uncertain time at minimum, but now. Those are in the rearview mirror. As I say, go back and listen to them on your own time because it's time to look forward. Teams are in training camp. Who better to join us now? This means football season when we see this face shadowing our door. He is the longtime Jacksonville Jaguar. He, of course, is a UCLA Bruins legend, and he also played for the Oakland Raiders. Now he is the radio voice of the Los Angeles Rams. It's Maurice Jones-Drew. What's the poop, fella? Oh, oh, excuse me. Yo, is it been that long, Shaq? It has been. Wait, are you kidding me? You can cut it now. The the respect is done. He disrespected us. You're addicted to the end zone. Now we can cut it. I'm sorry. I forgot. It's only been a summer. This happens every year. I I go away for the summer. I come back, and we get right back to it. Can I tell you something? You've never looked better. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm working. I'm, I ride my bike to work now. I move, so I ride my bike to work true? every day. Yeah, every day I ride my bike. <laughs> That's a weird sight. Well, I do it so I can get exercise. I get my cardio in. So I get I it, but the imagine the Angelinos out there. There are a lot of Bruins fans. You see a lot of fans don't, you know, When you're here. on a bike, they really don't bother you because, you know, you're in the zone. Is they that don't know. Maurice Jones? Nah, I can't. Nah, he's riding a bike. Are you kidding me? <laughs> guy would never do such a thing. How summer treated you, Maurice? Uh, it's, been, it's been going well, you know, um, just hanging out. Being dad mm-hmm. with the kids, went on a couple of vacations. Uh, I'm coaching my son's Pop Warner team this year, so that's going to be a, something uh, on to the plate. fun, yeah. It's going to be hectic, but it's going to be exciting. But I mean for the kids, what a thrill. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's going to be – I mean, I I was the coach last year. I was an assistant coach last year, so I made a couple practices, but mainly was on the game time. Now I'll be full-time, so that'll be fun. And doing this, back with you guys again, and then obviously the Rams and – I'm excited, man. Football's back. It's, Exciting. It's been- so many people who inhabit Studio 66 to spin for NFL media now are broadcasters for one of uh, uh you know for the, one of the 32 NFL teams out there. Daniel Jeremiah now joining mm-hmm. Matt Money Smith up there in the LA Chargers booth. Maurice Jones Drew, of course, has been up there now going into year three. Hard to believe. A lot of people talking about these Rams going to a Super Bowl. Yeah, you know what? It it's uh it's exciting. I've um kept in contact. I've been to a couple practices. Um, I try to, you know, 
it's, it's kind of hard because working with the NFL Network, you don't want to be like Rams, Rams, Rams. But what they're doing, it's tough to tough not to do. Um, obviously, making those those moves to be better. Um, and then hearing all the back, like, oh, they're, they're just buying. They're trying to buy a championship. Well, you just want to improve your team every year. And they had an opportunity here via trade or free agency to go get some guys. And, and they did that. And to be honest, remember, they traded for two guys. And, and they, they, well, they traded for three guys. And they picked up one guy in free agency. So they, they did it the right way. Well, the, the thing that we have talked about, you and me and uh, anyone here on the DDFP for really five or six years now, um, is the idea that when and we, we I remember talking about this back and in fact, we uh, we kibitz with Bucky Brooks. We did a home and home move the sticks in DDFP. Last oh, week. really? We did the Jenga pieces for ah. all 32 teams, NFC on the move the sticks side. And then we did uh, AFC on DDFP last week. We also kibitzed with one Antonio Brown, the finest wide receiver. Yes, to grace the cover. Yeah, in all the world. And, yes, he's on the cover of your favorite game, Madden. Um, But we were talking about the fact that way back to the days of Russell Wilson v. Colin Kaepernick in the NFC West showdown that the Niners and Seahawks had, they were both on rookie deals. When you're on rookie deal, when you're quarterback, who the high-end quarterbacks, once they get to a certain year, they're making 20-plus million. This compromises the overall depth that you can put on the rest of your roster when you have the luxury of having a high-end QB on his rookie deal, this allows you to spend that money elsewhere. It seems like the Rams are doing it. Well, I think you saw that with the Eagles as well. Um, Yeah, right. They were able to win a championship with their guy on a rookie deal, and they can still go out and make their team better. But the Rams, um, they've drafted well. Mm -hmm. You know, they've had superstars in almost every draft. Todd Gurley, Aaron Donald, obviously Jared Goff now. And so you're waiting for the younger guys who are going to be these younger superstars coming out. But to get Marcus Peters via trade – Right on, and then have that fifth-year option with him. Then obviously get to leave uh, on a deal that's team-friendly. To then go and get a one-year um, deal for Sue to kind of prove what he's able to do. And so uh, they they went out and done some great things. Brandon Cooks, you know, be able to lock him up. Uh, obviously after getting him uh, via trade from New England, so they went out and they, they've they've really attacked certain guys and, and guys that fit their scheme and guys that they like and they want to be around. And offensively, that's going to help their young quarterback because they do have a couple years with them until they have to get that deal done. So they're they're excited. And again, when you have a, a rookie quarterback, you can then build a team around them. But when you get guys like Matt Ryan, who's making thirty million a year, or uh, some of these other quarterbacks, you have to play to that that that. That's right. That ability, that payment. Because the next one up is Kirk Cousins. Let's see him live up to that deal. You, you have to live up to that deal. Now, he has some more. He has help around him, which is fine. But Matt Ryan, for example, and the situation that's going on in Atlanta where Julio's upset, you just paid him all this money. Julio's like, well, what about me? I'm 12th now, and I'm going to keep going down as these other guys are getting paid, and I'm outperforming them. Um, that's going to happen, mm-hmm. right? So you have to figure out a way to balance that. I hear you on that and uh, bad times. I think just in the short term for Falcons fans, I can't imagine that Julio actually gets into week one without taking the field, but perhaps uh, perhaps I'll be proven wrong on that one. Anyway, um, it, we talk all the time about it's easy to be optimistic at this time of the year about almost any team. I have dashed the dreams already for a handful of pro football like teams that, that are not going to the playoffs. I'm going to tell you another one today, Maurice, that is definitely not going to the postseason. I've already announced the Giants, the Seahawks. The Giants? The Giants ain't going to the playoffs, Maurice. You may, that, you may want to pull that one back. Nope, I don't. I don't want pull to do that one. Put that it's one back in the bag. committed to history. Who else, uh, Emma VP? You said. Do you remember Maurice? By the way, it's me been a while. Talk, me and, no, Emma, don't do that. We talk all the time. Yeah, we do. We're I was going to say, don't do that. Yeah. We 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 text. Remember Eddie Spaghetti you. back there? I saw him at the ESPYS. He didn't see me though. He oh. was too busy fo- filming and following OBJ. But that's neither here nor there. I get it. I'm not <laughs> Odell. So you I gave Maurice the high. <laughs> I didn't see Maurice at all. I actually brought up Maurice to Maurice's 
great friend Mercedes Lewis, and I was like, like I actually said, I've not seen Maurice around the NFL in quite a bit. And he's like, you know what, me too. I've been trying to hit him up to go work out with him, and he hasn't answered. Exactly. <laughs> I've, been on, I've been on vacation. What else do you want from me? I've been on, who works out on vacation, Shaq? Uh, not this me. Guy. I don't work out. I do. I don't work out when I'm not on vacation. How about we gotta that? Get back. I've been working out, man. I'm, it's time to get sexy again. You know what? I, I, I realized I've reached that point of critical mass of uh, too much mass. I'm fat. You see, that's where I was at that. Like, like last year, uh, we went to the draft and I was like, oh, it's hot. It's sticky. That was like mm, rolling over was a little tough. So I was like, you know what? This is time. My own children keep pointing out the fact that I have a pot belly. Now, while that's disrespectful, Whoa. it's also not inaccurate. Talking about your children, your daughter is an amazing hooper. Oh, did you see that I saw clip? the video. How did you find that? Like, you were just filming the whole time and just clipped that off, or you were like, all right, she's going to do this right here. No, I, she is I, She is amazing. With the, She's 11 years old, and she's smallish for an 11-year-old. But she's quick. And she's out there with girls that are 14 or 15 years old. They are almost, I mean, literally, they must out weigh her they must double her no her question legitimately some of these she girls. shook the girl got out like girl tried to grab her and got off and got to the layup and put it in i was like wow she is i know she didn't get that from check no she I listen I'll i know that, that didn't come from check nope nope it did not come from me i got the frankenstein feet now i'm coordinated maurice that's okay I'm coordinated. I just am not. Well, I just don't think foot. you don't have the competitive spirit that that's I saw. not true. I saw the competitive spirit. It was like it's like the she Holy does Ghost. Have that too. She has this competitive spirit where she doesn't care who it is. Last week, uh, last weekend, she played in the game and her team was losing. This was a team of all stars. I mean, just really Amazonian kind of women yeah. out there. And like I say, girls going into high school. She's just now starting sixth grade, and she's out there with girls going into high school and half their size and everything else. And she got knocked to the floor, and it hurt her legitimately hurt her wrist and she got a little teary eyed and the ref came over do you need do you need to go out of the game and she threw her tears said nope I'm staying in and she went out there and this little girl you would have Maurice I mean she you might actually we might want to do some DNA testing Maury Povich style because she's running down the field throwing elbows while she's dribbling the ball to, oh, she's to get these big girls off of she's her. She's physical. Physicality comes in every sport. You need that. <laughs> Especially <laughs> women, women's basketball. I, I, I can I can see it. I've never been prouder to, uh, of you, another human like being Like you go to those games, right? Yeah. Go, so, so my daughter's in cheerleading, and uh, this past weekend I, I hosted uh, her team bonding. It was 32 girls at my house. Amazing. It was crazy. It's it really is uh, super fun. But I have to tell you though, the competitive spirit with these young girls is a, so. We went to Orlando for um, we went to Orlando for this big cheer competition, the biggest one of the year. It's called the Summit, and they got second, right? Um, awesome. Which they should they probably should have got first, but they 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 didn't perform the way they should have. And so you know, my boys on the other hand, when they lose, they tear up they're crying i hate this i don't want to do it and i'm trying to console them she came over to me like hey let's go get something to drink and i was like oh my goodness you have that in you mm -hmm. you gave it your best that's all that mattered that's exactly how you she is it, she, she does not cry after the game no. she just has a mentality like everyone else parents are crying kids are crying she's just sitting there still face like can well, I tell you, her coach is a former Harlem Globetrotter, oh. and, and so it's great. And he also coaches my son's team, too. So it's a great, uh, rare opportunity, real stroke of luck for both of them to be out there with a guy on that level. But, you know, he's talking to the rest of the girls, and he's got them all huddled up after the fact. And, uh, and my daughter announces to the team, don't worry, these girls are on the schedule again later in the season. She – no, the football god, the, not, not the basketball gods, bless you with another opportunity. It's that's amazing. What, that's what she finds out immediately. Oh, 
hey, uh, Mom, can you check the schedule and see? Oh, we do? Good. Then no trouble. So yeah. they beat us now. We'll see them again. Shrug we'll your shoulders. It, Water we'll off the deck's right back. Later. I love it. I have to it go watch great. it. It really is awesome. But anyway, um, so yes, so we've announced who else MVP? The Seahawks. Seahawks yeah, yeah, are not going to the playoffs. The Seahawks. I can see the Colts. Colts not, not going, and Browns. the Browns. Ooh, I don't know. That that, that may be They're something. Listen to me. They ain't going. I you always used to tell us this when I first started here, Chuck. You have to be bold with what you say. Mm-hmm. Bold and make. I'm going to be bold here today. Don't I don't do even know it. what don't what, what day cra- is it. Don't get crazy. What it, day? It's not even Tuesday, August yet. July 24th. Here. Are you going to say this? Right. I think, first of all, I'll say this. The Browns will beat the Steelers week one. I, I can kind of buy that. I'll, I'll, that'll be the first thing. Okay. After that, they will make the playoffs. I mean, no that team. They will make the playoffs. I, I don't know for fact that this is the case, but I'm pretty sure. Tyrod will be no the second team quarterback ever, that would mean to end a, the drought in that, two years. That would mean adding, ten, at minimum, you would assume, 10 wins yeah, to their previous that, seasons. Not, total. I don't, I don't think, think, I don't think that's – I think the Bengals are, aren't what everyone expects them to be. I, don't, I, I know the Ravens are mm-hmm. – you know, they're, we, they don't even know who their quarterback's going to be. They're, what do you think? Who, well, I just want to – like the social department is showing all Lamar Jackson, but then Harbaugh's like fighting for Joe, but it, it doesn't seem that way. I, I think they're going to be leaning more towards Lamar in that situation. Yes, they have a good defense, but you got to account for turnovers and different things like that, taking care of the ball. I think Cleveland has a quarterback who doesn't turn the ball over who finally has some weapons around him. When he did have weapons like Sammy Watkins and Robert Woods, he lit it up. He put up numbers, touchdowns, and and did great things like that. So I think now you have, obviously, Gordon, uh, Landry, Coleman. You have uh, Njoku. Well, I don't know what's going on with Gordon. Well, but but, let's, but assume let's, let's assume but yeah. he's there. And then Njoku, and then you have Carlos Hyde in the backfield. And then you have a defense that's been solid. And if they can stay healthy, they'll be, they've built a, a, a nice nucleus of veteran guys that can go out there and play and added some young some – young, I, I don't like you. the first pick. I didn't like the first pick because I didn't like the impact. fourth pick either. Oh, Get I love Bradley the fourth pick. Chubb. Get no, Chubb. you know why? You know why you want the fourth pick? You remember this, and I'm, I'm going to tell you this. Everyone in your division, you have. There's one guy that you're going to try to stop, right? So obviously, in that situation, they're like, "Look, we got to try to stop AB. We have to have a guy we can lock up on AB. Tall corners can't lock AB up. AB struggles with smaller corners like Verrett and and Casey Hayward, guy, the Chargers guys, or. Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy that can move like him and be quick like him. He beats up on Ramses because they're so long and lanky. He can outrun him and outquick him. It's tougher when, when they're smaller guys. You want a guy that can get in and out of breaks the same way he can and be on him, and that's why they did. And he's been looking outstanding from what I'm hearing in camp. So I, I like the fourth pick, and, and, and I think they – They've made some chub. I love getting chub to help with that cold. You know what they could have done too. Forget about the quarterback altogether with Tyrod Taylor, at least in the first round, and gone chub one. Yeah, and then gone Denzel Ward, and all of a sudden you're looking at a real scary. Now you're looking at a a serious defense. But you know, I I think again that they they they've added enough pieces now to be able to go uh, eight maybe 10 games and and sneak some games in there. Maybe. But by the way, with the, if I'm the Ravens, again, the way I always look at it, and I know Joe Flacco, this is a hard case to make because Joe Flacco had that one magical five-week period, you know, in, in like, January. Like 17 years ago? Break. That's it. <laughs> but I, but, it, but it, it requires that you ignore the other nine seasons plus, uh, you know, almost an entire yeah, other season. That's, that's what happens. And yeah. that's how you have to weigh it. And I understand why the Ravens back then had to pay him. They right. couldn't let their Super Bowl winning QB walk out the door. But on the other hand, 
in 2018, if John Harbaugh, if Ozzie and everybody else in the organization, unless they can rightly say, you know what, maybe Flacco can can uh, get lightning in the bottle one last time for us and win the Super Bowl. Unless you believe that that's the case, which I don't believe any uh, anybody rationally is saying that, then why not go with the kid now? Well, I, I think the biggest thing is – in we have to understand the the politics and dynamics in the NFL. As a head coach, I'm married to my quarterback. You rarely get a head coach that gets two quarterbacks, right? Especially if you have one that you pay. Um, so with that being said, Harbaugh's like, look, this is the guy I'm married to. We're, we're joined at the hip. I have to promote this guy because I know if he doesn't do well, they're like, we'll just get another coach in because we've already paid it. And then on top of that, we were talking about young quarterbacks on deals helping you build teams. Well, the opposite happens when you have an old quarterback on a big deal and you can't build your team. So Joe Flacco was a guy that had the you – know, he was one of the first guys to get the $20 million deal, um, but he didn't show that he was worth that money. And so they couldn't pay a lot of guys when they lost a lot of guys through free agency. They tried to make some additions here and there, but, you know, they didn't draft well. So no, you, that's you pay a guy, you got to draft well. If you can't draft well. I mean, it, it, it was a lot that happened in the last, like, three or four years that really hurt uh, uh, the Ravens. You have just a guy at quarterback, and yet they did nothing really significant to build up around him. Perriman's a bust of a pick. Um, that was probably the guy that they expected to rise. Well, up they wanted Peter. him to be Torrey Smith, and, and that's and that's hard to pick a guy. Okay, Torrey Smith was a great deep threat. He was fast. He did a good job. But it's hard to be like, okay, we need another Torrey Smith. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I need a playmaker. So then you go and get Steve Smith, who's a playmaker, and then he ends up being your best wide receiver since Anquan Bolden, right? Who was another older guy. So they just they've just missed a lot on on some young talent that they got to get back to. And I think Ozzy, you know, from just for me that he did a great job in this draft, drafting some guys that are very talented. Uh, and then when you ever you, – you know this. When you draft a guy in the first round, I mean, he's telling That's you, it. I don't, this the, guy people love to, to ignore that. Yes. He's going to play. And by the way, did you see Deshaun Watson last year? That's why you put Lamar Jackson Did you Jackson see Russell in. Wilson when he, his rookie year? Did you see these guys that come in and change franchises because their athletic ability allows them to? They're dynamic and they can do different things? The only issue is, is there anywhere out there – and not that they have to resolve Joe Flacco's contract or purge him from the roster, but is there any taker out there – among the other 31 teams yeah, that you could maybe a, give Flacco to this I don't, before the season I don't starts. know if you can because most teams have the – either they have a young quarterback on a young deal that's doing well or they have an older quarterback where they're making a lot of money. I, I think Joe Flacco will, after this year, move on and go to another team and end up starting. Possibly, yeah. But I, I, I think right now they're the, he's stuck with the Ravens and they're stuck with him. They've done it – you know, my thing is you've done it this, this long. Why not just take, get this last year out of the way and then start over? I will tell you who is another team that is going to be added, sadly, for them and their fan base to uh, to the non-playoff team list. No playoffs for you for this team. But first, let's talk about a couple other things. You talk about your Rams and uh, and Todd Gurley landing the big deal yeah. that a lot of other high-end running backs have coveted, including Levy and Bell. How say you on Todd Gurley's I, big deal? I think $45 deal, million dollars well, I, guaranteed. Well, that, that's the funny thing because I was just in a meeting with Charlie Cass and we were going back and forth and we were arguing. And and I was trying to explain to him, and I, I get where he's coming from because as a GM, you think of APY, right? Average per year. That's what you're thinking of. How much money are we paying him per year? As a running back, I'm th- I don't care about that. You can pay me one dollar per year. I, it doesn't. All I care about is guaranteed because we, our contracts aren't fully guaranteed, like the NBA or Kirk Cousins or other guys. You know, like some of these rookies. So, um, you know, my 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 thing was, well, Todd Gurley. They saw the deal that Saquon Barkley had, right? Which is it's a rookie deal, yes, understand it. It's completely different than a veteran deal. But on the guarantee side, it's the exact same thing. And so if Saquon's getting $30 million guaranteed, 
if I'm Todd or any other back that that has done anything in this league, I'm I can't. I'm sorry. Even if he, you, they chose to draft him at number two and it's slotted. That's fine. They knew what they were going to pay him. That's completely fine. But I can't, as a guy who's been productive in this league, take less than that. And so the Rams, knowing that situation and, and knowing that organization, they really love Todd and what they know that the, he's one of the reasons this engine, this team is able to go. And so they want to make sure they lock him in. It's a team. It's a in the long term, it's a team friendly deal and it's a great deal for Todd. So it works out well. Um, but for all the people that are listening, you know. When you hear Ian Rappaport and some of these other guys talk about the deals, like the for for players not a, not that are not wide receivers or not tight ends or guys that can't play a long period of time, obviously the only position that is running back, you're worried about the guarantee. That's all you care about. Well, that's, that's exactly right, and that's why though I, I get it that you want more if you're Levy and Bell. I also am a scaredy cat by nature, and so if I were Levy and Bell and you said, here's $19 million guaranteed right now, and you're playing a position, by the way, you've gotten hurt a number of times already in pro football, I would just take it. And then I'd – but, but you I, would be upset, though, because then you see Todd then you see Todd coming with 45 and you took 19. Now you're now we're all in the uproar, right? Now we're all <laughs> upset. And, and and let me say this, too, about the Pittsburgh Steelers and the deal they put out there. Um, it's – the pit, they, they only guarantee they're, – they're known – and let me say, they're known for only guaranteeing your first year. And so that is – that's why you say the, – they may say, oh, yeah, you, we're going to give you, you know, this much guarantee, but that may not be, like, in your pocket right now. That may be something called injury-only guarantee or, you know, some other type of guarantee that you don't get right away. And so as a player, you want to make sure that the, when, you, when it says guaranteed, it means that you're going to get it regardless of what happens. But doesn't it matter, though, where you are? No. It doesn't make a difference. I could be doing. <laughs> I could be playing Antarctica if you give me enough cash. Okay, so me. it's not going to bother Levy and Bell after what is going to be probably. I mean, if they if the Steelers don't at minimum make the playoffs, that would be deeply disappointing, obviously. But if they, I, I can't if they speak make, for if they're Le'Veon. in, okay. But if they're but, in the mix in January, you want to talk about if it's me? Yeah, you if, know, if, if I listen, I'm I'm as loyal to the team as loyal to me. I know, and but and how about your? That's the truth. Okay, but how about cutting your nose to spite your face if you're Levy and Bell? I get it. How, how is he cutting his nose? Because if he goes to the Colts or to some bum team, I'm not saying the Colts are a bum team in 2019. But, but let's just say, just say he goes to the Antioch, whatever, and they pay him sixty know. million dollars. Because don't you care about playing in meaningful games as opposed to just throwing it I, out I there? I care about I care about longevity and being able, you know. To, to live my life and enjoy my life. It goes back to the conversation that fans have since I've been awake and watching sports. I mean, if you get $19 million in addition to what he's already made, how much money does anybody need? I mean, you, know, you know what I used to hear? You know when I used to ask people, people used to, uh, when I asked that question to business people? Yeah. Uh, because we get that question. I was like, how do you answer that? Just more. I get it, but there's a cavernous- we don't, we don't We don't question we don't question these owners. No, but you we know don't why? question Roger Goodell. If I could get to, yeah, I get I get the idea of that. Right. No, I completely understand. We what don't you're question saying, but these here's quarterbacks my who, to that. We don't question these quarterbacks who don't deserve twenty million dollars for Sam Bradford. I know, but listen to what I'm telling you. How many there's deals a difference, does he have? There's a difference between making to over the course of your career making forty million or fifty million dollars and making $500 million. That gap is not going to be bridged by holding out and taking $5 million more here or there to go play for some bum team than for how, how do you know? But how do you know it's going to be five or more million? Because I'm just saying, if, you, like, if like, the goal is I want to be a titan of industry. If, I want to If be, the goal is to have guaranteed money, and let's say Pittsburgh is offering you 19 and a half, right, and then Team X is offering you 50, what are you going to do? If you know, if you know structurally that you're, right. you're going to get 50 million compared to 19, 
barring injury. That's a very that's extreme. A, that's that's a, a very extreme example. But, but, but that's Todd Gurley. So if let's just say Todd's getting forty five guaranteed. Pittsburgh might have said, "Okay, Le'Veon, you're getting. We'll give you forty. But the only the only real guaranteed money is only in the first year, and we're going to pay you nineteen. Are you going to take that? No, you're going to be like, no, I want I the real you. guarantee. And, and then it's not again. This is the way Pittsburgh's done business. That, that's completely fine. That's just, this is just one of those situations where it didn't work out, um, and you go on and you move on. Do you suspect, knowing you've played the position, um, you've been the key offensive piece on uh, on an NFL team? Do you think Levy and Bell at some point in September, or I don't know, even in in late uh, December? is says to somebody, um, you know, Tomlin or anyone else, I don't want so many touches, man. I got to keep myself <laughs> healthy for next year. No, like, isn't I, this a no, mercenary I, I, situation? I still think, I still his, think age, his agent announced that this is probably his last year. Yeah, Pittsburgh, I mean, now a mercenary? That, that, no, I mean, that's the truth. There's a lot of guys whose last year it is in Pittsburgh and in other teams. I mean, we you know that going in, but you still have that competitive spirit. He still wants to win, and he's going to compete. I mean, it was the same way last year, right? Last year it was it was like look we we're probably not going to get this deal done. You you knew going forward and and Pittsburgh thought that they were going to be able to do a deal um similar to the one they had before like no the price tag goes up because now the franchise and all those things. So I mean, he's going to go out there and play. He's going to go out there and ball and do his thing. He's going to win games because it's better for him to do that, right? It's better for him to go out there and continue to win games and put the numbers he's been putting up so that when you go to free agency that you have a, obviously more teams that want, that want him. So. I and you got to remember, he's young. He's not old. He's only 25 or 26. It's but not another like year, but if he's smart, if his agent is smart, he'll say, Levian, whatever you can do to get in the coach's ears here about this, it's not good you don't, for you to have you don't another. Want, you don't want him to say that, Shaq. So stop shaking. I don't want him to, but I'm telling and you, I'm if I'm Levy and Bell, I'd say I don't want 400 more touches this year. He's, My he's, body's getting he's, worn he's out. He's young. He's a young guy. He keeps himself in great shape. Not he's working yet. out. He's working out right now. And when it, you know, whenever that time comes for him to go and, and play, he'll be ready to go. Next, I want to talk about this. This sticks in my craw every time we see it. We saw Darrell Rivas have a big sign a contract for one day so he can retire as a New York Jet. I Why find not? this because who for who is this? Whose benefit is this? For it's Darrell for Rivas, fans. is it deluding himself? Are the Jets buying this it's nonsense? For the fans. For the fans. It's what the, the fans. fans suddenly? All right. All, all so you retired. You retired. Like I, I played for Oakland for one year. And I could have easily been petty and been like, oh, I'm not doing – but no, it's it's for the people – You did this? Yeah, I did it in Jacksonville. Is that true? Yeah, I, I remember I It was the first – it's probably the only contract I've signed where I didn't get any money. But I, I told them they got to give me at least a penny just so, so I it's can, not for the, the principal. it's not for the franchise. It's not for the player. It's for, it's for, the, it's, it's for the fans. fans like. It's for the fans and your family, the people that, you know, has been have been supporting you and, and been about like – I would do events in Jacksonville. A lot of the people show up. I mean, even now when I went back – um, we did a couple interviews back uh, this spring, and I took my boys with me. And people haven't seen my kids since you know four or five, six years ago when they were babies. And so I think my oldest son was like three or four. And so some of the people that we were, I was like leaving them with people that I knew, and they were hanging out with some of their old friends. I mean, that that's what it's more about than is going back and just telling those people thank you if you don't live in that specific city. All right, listen, the Jags have done you know quietly 
pretty well for the first quarter century. You know, you guys have had your playoff runs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. had some nice seasons. Had some success, but we've had some bad times. Well, but you've had some nice players come through there, especially at running back, and I'm not just saying that because I'm seated next to you. It's interesting that in just 25 years you've had – the, the number of really high-quality running backs and now the defensive pieces mm-hmm. are sort of something that you can point to and say, look at that, That's a, this franchise has had a good run in a, in a couple of departments. If you're the, but you're not the New York Jets. This is the franchise of Joe Namath. You won the most significant Super Bowl title in the history of Super Bowls because it shifted the balance or it, it made the world look at uh, the AFL a little bit differently when Namath and company took down the mighty NFL. We, you, you can make a strong case that there would be no... Yeah, but a lot of people, just to be honest, a lot of people bird. never know about that. Nowadays. Okay, but my point is this. It's not like they're not without some, uh, some great achievements. The Jets need to do this for Darrell Reed. Yeah. fall all over themselves like this? He, he, listen, because he, I'll tell you why. Because you he's going to be a first ballot why. Hall of Famer. That's why. That's why they did it. I, listen, I don't, you know that, and I both, I you say, and I where's both know. The, where's the dignity? He went to the arch nemesis. He went to the not so? just not just your rival. Uh, you the know how many people? You know how many people have done that? You don't know who I Damian know. Woody did it. Um, who else has done it? Uh, I don't care what they, Damian Woody They switch did. back and forth all the time. Damian Woody is not going to retire as remember, one of the all-time greats. He didn't go right after when he was in his prime to New England. He, right he wasn't in his prime. prime. He, was, no. he was the key addition to that Super Bowl team in 49. No, if 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 they hand the ball off, none of that matters, the I, Seahawks, but, right? But so they that has, and he didn't make the play in that game. Malcolm Butler. Remember, it was like 40 to 30-something. Like It was a high-scoring game for those two teams. Darrell Revis in his prime went to Tampa. Right after dealing with Tampa, came back to the Jets. Dealt with went to the Jets twice. So you have to then retire there. Then after they got done, then he goes to New England. Like once you let him go, he can go done wherever he with wants. Him. He abandoned. They the let Jets him go so he could go up and play for the arch nemesis, and they you're going to celebrate that. If I'm, if you know what, the Jets had a choice. They could have kept him, but they decided to let let him go, and he went on. And he moved to another place. I mean, where's where's the dignity though? There's no. That, di- I told you the loyalty in this game is is long gone. I, I don't know. When I saw the Colts let Peyton Manning walk, I knew. What about, though, it's like, it's like Beyonce taking Jay-Z back. Taking, she never let him go. Well, you know what I'm getting at. She, Jay-Z and Beyonce, the they make their album? baby and all this stuff, and then he goes out and has his fun, and Beyonce's like, well – all right, come on back, you scamp, you. I wouldn't do. I, I'm the. That's the same thing as what the Jets about. are doing with the wait, 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 what happened with Beyonce? When, when did all this happen? Gee, I, I think you've heard all about it. I, I don't know, know the I details. Emma VP. I, I wish I could fill them in, but I don't know. I don't know you've the heard details. The lemonade album. Lemon. I was gonna no, say everybody, lemonade. Everybody goes through stuff, man. It happens. They're they're normal people. She made the lemonade album because half of the world feels like they're going through the same thing, and it's completely different. All right, but she doesn't. But Beyonce. But I just Beyonce, I think listen, Beyonce, to celebrate this is crazy. We, we, you know, Beyonce, Beyonce hasn't said since they're back together. She hasn't said Jay Z is the greatest man ever. No, they That's just took they just took the they just took half naked pictures together and posted them all over the internet. That's all. All right. Well, listen, doesn't make it right. Yeah, it does. Spaghetti, you root for the I, Giants. I, what well, do you think no, no, no. This? So I have an interesting stance because I, luckily enough, before they built the new stadium, when it used to be Giant Stadium, not the MetLife thing now, I used to have Jet season tickets. So I saw Del Revis play. I love, by the way, the indignity of being a pro football team and playing in a stadium that bears another pro football that's team. That's a good point, yeah. Why not? Who cares? Just, we're just trying to play that's again, weird collect too. his cash. Uh, but anyway, Darrell Revis was the best. Like, to see him play and to see it. He, he probably he was, was one of the best players that – 
defenders that come through that. Hundred percent. He's the. He, you could argue he's probably their best overall player in their then history. Then he slapped him in the face. No, he did He went to Tampa and then he tore his ACL for yeah. a year. It was after. It, it wasn't like he went the year he barely lost the, the the defensive player of the year to Charles Woodson. Like he. You see what I'm saying? Like he didn't go during the more prime. Out of it. He's, they had the two back to back AFC title uh, games. Like yeah. he, he didn't go during that run. Like once the the team kind of went on the downslope and everyone realized like oh Sanchez stinks. Then he left and it's just like at that point we're like oh thanks for your you know. Then he came. Years. Back, right? Then he came, came back and come gave back. you a little, a little taste of it, and then you were like, you know what? We tried to make this work; it didn't work. We'll let you go somewhere else. And then Bill was like, "Come on over here, we'll take you." Mm-hmm. And then you win one there. It, it happens. It happens all the time. I, I mean, people, people say that all the time. Oh, you would have taken Brett Favre, no question. If, it, if, 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 if it, you needed him, yes. As a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, if the difference with winning a Super Bowl and not who was winning the quarterback, one who was, was the Ray quarterback Lewis. before? No, if you said Ray Lewis, who was the quarterback I say, before I Big Ben? Keep your Lombardi. I don't who was want the quarterback it. before Big Ben? Tommy Madden. Exactly. If 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 you could have that five week Joe Flacco, no, or Tommy Maddox, what you gonna do? I, you gonna take that five week Joe Flacco? Because I know you. I was in Pittsburgh for the game, Shaq. I was sitting there amongst the Pittsburgh Steelians or whatever you guys call yourselves, <laughs> right? And I'm sitting there, and I'm watching with my kids. I brought my kids because they needed to experience How what it's like. How is this coming up now? Why is this coming up? And I saw the people, and they were so nice after the fact that they were like, listen, we hope you guys beat uh, New England because at the end of the day, that's all that matters, which then lets me know you're willing to do whatever it takes mm. to beat New England. So if you have to bring some other people over, you'll do that. And that's what they, you know, I get it. Well, um, it's a good thing I didn't uh, travel to the banks of the Three Rivers because I would have been throwing those elbows like my daughter. Oh, we were throwing snowballs. They were better. (laughs) Outrageous behavior. All right. Hey, the other thing is, want to do it now? Is it time for no playoffs for you? It is. I I refer you, Maurice, and uh, the the football world in general to what I said two years ago. You remember when everybody – not last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. 2016, everybody said, oh, this is the Jags year. When everybody – when all the momentum starts going in a certain direction, oh, this is the sexy new team on the rise. Look out, everybody. That's a red flag. When everybody okay. does that, it's a season. So I already early. know who you're talking about. I said in 2016, I said the Jags will not do it. In they didn't 20- have enough pieces. And I, I said 2017, that. though, yeah. circle them, file it away, and so it was that they were one of the very best teams mm-hmm. in pro football last year. Who's that team right yeah, now? I already know what you're about to say. Who's the team? Everybody's you're about to say the Niners. What? Oh, that's a great one, too. That's a great one, too. I don't too. know anyone else, then. The Chicago Bears. No way. Everybody's no getting way. so excited no. about the Bears. That's oh, easy, Shaq. That, that, that's no one, easy? They, they're going to finish fourth in their division. I, so I, how are they going to go to the playoffs? I encourage you to – you just said the Browns are going to the playoffs. They didn't yeah. win the game last year. But, but yeah, but it's different, though. They're not in the NFC North. They, they have, you have Green Bay coming back. You have the Vikings spending all that money on all those guys who just won in that defense. And then you have Detroit. The Lions are not the, bad. Who are not who are going to be – They're right. going to be a sneaky good and, team. And so, you, so what I'm telling you is they're fourth. But then we're talking about the AFC North. There's one team in the AFC North that you really concern yourself hey, with. And the Browns have played them well the last couple of years. I encourage you to go on there, Google Matt Nagy and Bears yeah, I mean, or whatever getting, else. Oh, the unbridled enthusiasm. This offense, look out. This is going to hey, be the – check. Let me tell you this. That's what I'm going to tell about. you this right now. The reason they're saying that is because they're in training camp right now. That's they're, they're, right. They're, numbered, they're the second team in training camp. That's it. Once hey, everybody Maurice, gets going, it's, that's it's all good. That's the point. Right now, everybody can make. Yeah, everybody gets very I'm still excited not, about their team. I, and I, I said this on air, and I and I think, you know, I was with Willie McGinnis. We were talking about uh, Mitchell. Mitch, Mitch Tr- Well, I have to because he's on the, yeah. the, the the digital wall of fame. But Brown Mitch legend. Trubisky, they're, they're saying like, oh, this is the year for him. You're right. 
either you're good or you're not. And we're going to find that out this year. There's no, there's no going to be, oh, like last year, like, oh, he doesn't have an offensive guy. And, oh, no, 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 no. You, they found an offensive coach. They've added all these pieces around. Thunder and lightning in the backfield. Either you're good. Allen Robinson's nice. Trey Burton, all these guys. Either you're good or you're not. So this is a this is not one of those like, oh, well, he needs another year. No, 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 no. This is what you're telling me. He's confident. He does he's tired of all the comparisons. He's tired of all the stuff. It doesn't he doesn't listen to it. He wants to go out there and perform. I'm glad you said that. Because you have to perform. Because if you don't perform, these are the, this is one of those make-or-break years. We usually say by week three, by season three, as a pro, you know who you're going to be. Either you're a special teams guy, you're a superstar, you're a solid role player, whatever it may be, or you're just not good enough. We're, season two for Trubisky is going to figure out what, what he's going to be. I don't disagree, and for all the unbridled enthusiasm. And by the, the way, I lived in Chicago for a long time. I lived there all through my 20s. I know that when the Bears are good, that's one of those towns that really gets excited about it. It's a great atmosphere. You said the Bears? Throughout, really? Throughout the, throughout the fall, but I'm sorry, in 2018, Chicago Bears, no playoff for you. I would have never – that would have been one of the first teams I would have said. It's just too – I think it's too hard for them to get in that division and win – to get to second in that division and make the playoffs. I, I think the and, biggest and then, factor is the one that you pointed out. They're, they've got to play the Packers twice. They've got to play the, the Lions, who are good. Yeah, and the Vikings twice. I think this is the year. In, in, in and, an era the, when all these teams, like, uh, beyond just uh, pro football, but, you know, the Eagles finally got it done and the Cubs finally got theirs and so on and so forth. I don't know that the Lions are going all the way, but I think they're going to finally be then, then Think of the whole NFC that you're talking about as well. Right, the NFC South has three legit teams, maybe four, depending on how the Tampa Bay, the, if they fix they're what gonna they be have bad. going on. They're going right? to be bad teams, but, you but have, the other but, three are but good. But three teams right there. You have one in the NFC West, possibly two with the Niners. Right, so you have the Rams and the Niners, possibly the Niners. The North, you have three teams that can make yep. the playoffs. And the and Cow- then let's not even talk Eagles about the and, East. The Cowboys and Eagles are going to be good. You have three. T- I I think the Giants are going to be. I good. I know everybody but me thinks the well, Giants the reason, are going to be good because I know when Odell's there, that makes a world of a difference. Well, we've talked about this, but I would be interested in your insights in it. Who was the Jenga piece that you guys have for the Giants? Who did we say? Uh, was it Odell? Oh, it was Odell. It, it has it to be Odell. Odell. Yeah, it was Odell. Because that showed last year. That 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 last year t- showed me everything. Like you, you have to pay Odell twenty million dollars now. I a keep year. pointing out the way the Giants. Their first seven games are miserable, but their but their week one is the most fascinating of all. Oh, yeah. Your Jags go up there to play them. Yeah, Tom. You know, it's gonna Tom, be it's gonna be fascinating for both teams because if if Eli and company ha- have their way even a little bit against the Jags defense, oh yeah, then they're gonna be they're, confident. They're gonna be mortal. But but I, it also will make the Jags appear mortal to everybody else. No, not really. I mean, they they've beefed up. You have weapons. Um, they have more weapons than most teams. The, the key was the offensive line. Now we didn't get a chance to talk, but and I don't know if we're running over time, but. How about uh, Coach McAdoo and what he said in that article after he left? Like, is that how you want to go out? I I enjoyed it for media purposes, but as a player, um, I would rather you tell me face to face before airing me out my dirty laundry out to people. Like, oh, I think this guy sucked. Like, tell me why I sucked. Then don't don't just say you think you thought I sucked. Cause, like, you're obviously your opinion now. Yeah, doesn't but mean you're anything. not. Yeah, but you're not a coward like I am. And apparently, like McAdoo is. I see. That's that was unreal. I've never seen anything like he aired out everybody. He aired. I've never seen anyone do that to a team. And then he'll probably get a job in the next year or two. But that's that's unreal to me. And well, uh, didn't Marone kind of do that though before he uh, landed in Jacksonville? No, he just no. I thought he quit. I thought he took he quit 
he tried to go get the Jets job. Remember, he just left. That's what it was. He yeah. just left and tried to get the Jets job, and they gave it to uh, the coach now, and then he ends up just out there. Good news for you, Maurice. I have lately had an epiphany. I may swing back in the other direction. I've been saying for a long time. The bugaboo for the 2018 Jaguars is with a summer's worth of time for DCs to study Blake Bortles and figure out how to stop him. I think that he's going to be their undoing, but now I'm starting to go the other way. Maybe Blake Bortles will be halfway decent. He doesn't have to set the world on fire. Yeah. He just has to be halfway decent for them. to. Well, when I was down there, I mean, their, their whole thought process is this. If we can run the ball and force you to run certain defenses. Which but you got to be year. able to win some games throwing the ball 35, no, 40 times. No, you don't. No, you don't. They They're didn't do it last year. They I didn't know. do it last year, right? I, and they beat some really good teams last year. Uh, I think, and I, I'm not, this is this is to hide our bias with the Jags Pittsburgh game, but they beat some other good teams last year handily. And then they lost to the Titans. I mean, the Titans who last year won a lot of games running the ball and playing solid defense, right? So I think the biggest thing is for Blake Bortles not to turn the ball over. If you don't turn the ball over, you always have a chance to win, and that showed in that Buffalo Bills. Uh, wild card game where the Bills defense was really good and the Jags defense was really good it was a small game but the Bills turned the ball over a couple times and that was how they lost Nate Peterman came in and threw a pick like he always does do you agree with my statement that I've made to a few people that uh, it has no value it's a moot point but if the Jesse James touchdown had counted then the Jags would have hosted the Patriots in the divisional round. Mm-hmm. They would have beaten the Patriots down in Duval County. Then, after that massive singular victory to vanquish the big bully of the AFC, they would have been slightly down. They no. wouldn't have been as mentally ready no. for the Steelers. The Steelers, you know conversely, would have been right well, this is for the what problem. was coming to town, and they would have handled it. I'm a, the, the biggest problem for what I heard about that week was and that the Steelers, the Steelers would then have won the Super Bowl. The Steelers had said uh, – that they were more focused on the Patriots than the Jags, and that, like, upset them a little bit. Um, but I still think that at that point, even with that being said, the Steelers would have said in the A.V., like, well, it's just the Jags. We we gave them the game. Like you said, we gave them the game last time. And then they would have went up there and, you know, do what they did again. All right. Emma VP is interested in us doing this. Uh, she wants us to talk about the best newcomers for every team in the NFC West. Shall we do that Ooh, right now, Emma VP? Yeah. yeah, I can't wait. All right, start with your team, the L.A. Rams, the reigning champion. Ooh, uh, the best newcomer so that they had to come in this year, right? Yeah. Um, what newcomer means. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I know, but you never know with some of the rules in this place. Um, <laughs> rules. That's a rule in this place. I'm going to have to go with Marcus Peters. Ooh, that's I think, an I interesting think Marcus one. Peters is a guy that, like that will cover every team's number one. Um, and then they'll they'll be able to move to lead to a number twos. But Marcus Peters is a younger guy, uh, really smart, intelligent, and I, I think he comes in and allows Wade to run the defense the way he wants to. Yeah, they, I, I can't see how this defense, at least, doesn't thrive. Now, I am worried. We'll talk about a, a they got underrated. Some, they have some special stuff for you, too. I, I I can throw it out there. I'll wait till the season comes around, and I'll give you I'll give you a little taste of this. Um, the corner they got from the Green Bay Packers, I forget his name. Uh, no, not Tremont. He, he's, with the, he's with the Rams now. Um, <sighs> came over from – he used to play for the Packers. I don't know where – just name off the corners. It's another one. It's not Roby. It's another guy. I think it was a Shields. Not Sam Shields. Sam oh, Shields. it is Sam Shields. Is Sam, in L.A. now. I didn't he's in L.A. See, that. and that is the key. Ooh. 
Sam Shields is in L.A., and they're going to do some really nice things with him that I think are going to take advantage of some of the teams want to do. So remember that. Sam Shields is the name to remember. All right. And, uh, of course, the best defensive player in the in yeah, all the NFL no question. there in Aaron, Aaron Donald. Donald. Yep. And the guy who used to be considered the best defensive Indomitian player in the Sue. NFL in Indomitian Sue. All right. San Francisco 49ers. Ooh, that's tough. I, I mean, is Jimmy a newcomer? No. Nah, let's not count him. Okay. Um... Try to think who the, what they do. What they do in free agency? Do we know what they did in free agency? They got uh, they let Carlos Hyde go, and they brought Jarek oh, McKinnon in. Listen, you list, like this? Jarek McKinnon now becomes the ultimate weapon for for what Jimmy Garoppolo they want to do. Remember when Kyle Shanahan was in Atlanta? He had those two backs. They were running routes and doing things like that. Jerick McKinnon becomes that guy. Uh, it was either him or I was going to go with the tackle they got from Notre Dame that I thought was going to be one of their top newcomers. But I think it's Jarek McKinnon because of Kyle. Kyle can do more with him than he could do with Carlos Hyde. That's been explained to me, but I just I, I guess I'm just uh, – I've been seduced by Carlos Hyde's pedigree. I loved him back at Ohio State and always – Oh, yeah, I do have that packet. Thank you. Um, the oh, uh, See Sam Shields. I knew it. See, that was my fault. Was Mike McGlinchey from Notre Dame. Mike McGlinchey, yes. Real good player. Um, excited to see what he can do. All my boys are Niners fans, so I'm trying to, you know, get, you hold back the hate a little bit because mm-hmm. all my boys are coaches for the Niners. But uh, I think McKinnon uh, definitely is is the number one guy. Some people are going to say, oh, Richard Sherman. Um, I, I think Sherman's going to come in and be able to help them mentally, but physically he's kind of – I guess, you know, I guess uh, Shanahan was successful with that, relatively speaking, with that offense in his first year there. I guess we, I'm being overly cynical to, to doubt him. I just don't like the firepower or lack thereof compared they, they, with They with have the some Rams. good fire. I mean, the Rams have an amazing receiving core that you're not, that's going to be hard to put together. But who's but catching the passes? Dante Pettis in, in, from Washington is a really good wide receiver. I mean, I got a chance to watch him a lot this year in the pack, so. Uh, they'll be fine. They'll be all good, right. Though. Now let's go with the uh, the one time bully of this uh, of this division. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Allen also Se- ran it would seem the Seattle Seahawks best newcomer. Uh, as I'm looking at this, I'm gonna have to go with Rashad Penny. You uh, think he works out? He has to work out. If he doesn't work out, there's no. And they and they drafted him because the new offensive corner uh, Morning Wig is is more of a downhill guy, and that's what Penny was um, out of, in, at San Diego State. I had him as my – and it's funny, I'm glad we're talking. I had him as my number two back. And people are like, really? are you crazy? Are you crazy? And I'm like, no, he can actually play. He's Think of – he did – he had, he rushed for 2,000 yards with a team that didn't have any offensive linemen drafted. I hear you. The only thing is sometimes it's this the Seahawks draft pick, much like the Steelers drafting uh, Terrell Edmonds out of Virginia Tech. I feel like it's a little bit like a fantasy owner who covets a guy a little bit too much, who's a little under the radar. Well, who I think you would have gotten. I think you would have. My no. point being, I think you would have had Penny in the second round. No, there, but they wouldn't. They were drafting so late in the second round. I think he would have been gone. Hmm. Um, the reason they took him is this: they're trying to take a lot of pressure off of Russell Wilson. Last year, they saw he was just too much. It was too much. As much as he works out, they're putting too much on his shoulders. They have to get a guy who can handle that load. And last year, they were rotating backs like, like you know, underwear. So they have to figure out a way to to, uh, to get that going. It's good to rotate your underwear. At no least question. once a day. Right, Maurice? Twice. Twice a day? If you work out. 
If oh, you work out. That, that only makes good sense. Yeah, if you work out at least twice. All right. And the Arizona Cardinals. How's you already you know. Here? There's no reason to even bring this up. Well, I, you know what, Maurice? There's no reason I'm to bring to this up. I'm glad to finally talk to somebody with some sense. I My know you, goodness. You like the powder blue there. I told, I told people this a long time ago. I've been saying the same and thing. And I've gotten confirmation from some, some guys in Arizona. And now, granted, we interviewed Patrick Peterson. He was like, Sam Bradford's a guy. I get it. I understand it. You want a veteran guy. But that's what you're getting in Josh Rosen. Um, one of my one of my good friends, you know, I don't want to say no names. I'm not a name dropper. Plays for the Cardinals, and 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 he was saying that you know, Larry he's Gerald. he's young. No, I'm not gonna say anything else. Um, he's young, and he's gonna make some young mistakes. But the difference between him and most rookies, and, and this guy has played with some some rookies, uh, some guys that are now in the league that we hold in high regard who were rookies, and some Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Uh, he said Dan Deerdorf. Yeah, he said uh, that Rosen's ball placement is exceptional. Some some of the best he's seen. Well, of course, he's got a he's got an electric arm. He's yeah, a, a he's super smart, smart guy. And, and 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 that they can and that these coaches encourage that. Now I've heard Steve Steve Weiss say that you know he's going to end up starting because he's going to get so many reps with the ones and playing so many games because of the 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 deal they have with Sam Bradford, like you know keeping him off the field and keeping him healthy. Um, I, I think Rosen's going to be phenomenal, man. I'm with you completely, and the thing that I've heard, and this makes sense, people, the 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 story that was out there about him pre-draft was that that you know he's he's not lovable or that he's contentious or whatever, and yet when you talk to his teammates, they all like him a lot, and in fact they love him for the most part. For, he, he, rubs, my, he rubs people the wrong way, as he but but that you know who else rubs people the wrong way? Tom Brady when he takes pictures with his shirt off. I, right? <laughs> what do you think I mean, of that? That's I mean, a pro athlete. I, I, I like his dad bod. It makes me feel better about myself sometimes. Yeah, but right? you're not in the NFL. No, when I was in the NFL, I had an pack, so I'm going back to that. But I mean, it just shows like with some of the greatest athletes just don't they don't look the part sometimes, and that's okay. But I, I think there's a lot of people I, there. He has what Josh Rosen has. We talked about this the whole time, and I remember sitting in this studio saying like, "Listen, he is the best quarterback prospect since John Elway." People are like, "You got to be kidding me!" This is re-. I'm like, "Okay." Well, that sounds a little. Severe. Listen to me. All right, I'm listening. He has what it takes. He's confident. He doesn't need anyone to gas him up. He's smart. He's 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 so smart that he makes some people around him who are smart feel bad. That's right, and that's and, the key. And by the way, Colton Miller said to me, he there were no cameras on or anything at the draft. Colton Miller gets drafted. It's a big moment in his life. Obviously, we stop Kibitzin, and uh, he gets up. He takes his mic off, and he turns to me and he said, "Hey, did you get to talk to Josh Rosen?" I confirmed that we had, and he said, "I don't know where this stuff is coming from. That his teammates don't like him. We love him. He is yeah. a great guy. He's a great teammate. He I just want that out there. He speaks. I want the that truth, out Shay. there." And and here's so how is that possible? Then why would there be all this negativity? Because he argued with the coaches, and the coaches don't like that. Well, this, I, no, this is the this is one thing I always tell people about Josh. But Peyton Manning told the coaches he was wrong and was allowed. To and do he's that. okay. And and we see Tom Brady berate OCs all the time, right? It happens. It, you that's what happens. He's he's not supposed to do it because he's 19 or he's 20. He's he's supposed to be respectful. But if you feel strongly about what you you're go, you have going on, and you can articulate that to a coach, the coach should be able to respect that. I think one – I'll tell you one story about Josh Rosen was he, he wrote in an article about the NCAA and how it's, you know, it's not fair to the kids. And, and by that, the way, he's 100% right. He had – there was kids on this campus that – I have kids now who are on this campus who were telling me these things that couldn't go home to eat. Like when it was break time, they had nowhere to go. There was no home for them to go. So they just stay in the dorms. 
And guess what? Sometimes the dorms aren't open all the time, right? So now they have to find their way. Like, those are hard times that you have to do that a kid is supposed to be on scholarship that this school is making money off of is not feeding. Like, that's crazy to me. But he brought it to the light, and so he's a bad guy. He I talks too much. Uh, he's got, uh, but you know what? For the Cardinals fans out there, oh, he's got a chip on his shoulder, and that's only can only be a good he's, thing. And I've and I've I've spoken with him, and he, he, you know, he's over the whole chip on the shoulder. Now he's he's focused on going out there and competing, doing whatever he can. But remember who he's throwing the ball to? They drafted a young receiver. You have Larry Fitzgerald there. David Johnson should be in the. You know, he's there. I mean. They're putting. He has pieces around him too. Where UCLA, he had a, a, a couple guys here or there, but it wasn't nothing like David Johnson only, or Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, the only the only concern I have for him that is that seems practical and legitimate is that he's slight. He's not a he's not a thick guy. He is. He's bigger. This is the funny people say he's that tall. He's, he's bigger he's, than Sam Darnold. He's taller and weighs more than Sam Darnold. Is that right? Yes. Well, <laughs> Sam Darnold's not much to compare anybody. But no, to. I'm Does just saying. But no one said. No one said. Place? No one says that like that about Sam Darnold. Like he was the the only kid that it, I guess well obviously the kid from Wyoming is was bigger than everybody. But Josh was six four, two hundred and thirty pounds. I mean that's big enough. That's completely. I mean Jared Goff is I'm six four. I'm a man of justice, and I don't like the way that whole pre-draft jazz went down. For, man, he uh, went to the best place I for him to go. I think he did, too. Yeah, and by the way, not a ton of pressure on him there either. No, because remember, that coach didn't get fired. He retired. I could see. That's the key. Yeah, guys don't want to get booed, and maybe he would get sideways if he got booed. No, he got booed. he's been booed before. Yes. Yeah. All right. Maurice, you've never been booed, have you, except oh, by I've Colts been, fans? I've been, booed, I've been booed by everyone, and I love it. I love the hate. Just make sure you hit the follow button when you hate. That's all. <laughs> Maurice is back from his summer of love. Now he's back to an autumn of intensity, right? I got I'm 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 on the grind for a Rams championship. Hopefully we get a Jags championship and the Raiders get one as well. But then on top of that, Sheck, we're gonna win here at NFL Media, and then I'm gonna win a San Ramon T Birds Junior Pee Wee championship this year with my kids. And where are you team. gonna where the only question is where are you gonna keep all those trophies? Oh, does, I mean, they put it in the garage. Let them get, they'll get dusty. They'll be fine. That's not what it's about, is it, Mark? It's always about the next one. That's right. That's, it's always about the next a, one. That's how I live my life as well. Um, all right, listen. Dynamite stuff from Maurice Jones-Drew. And uh, what a pleasure to see you. It's None always good to see you, We've too, had a wonderful uh, spring and summer, but now I know football season's here when 32-21 uh, is seated to my left there. Now I can't wait. Now I'm officially ready to go. We'll talk with you later in the week, and we're going to talk with Martellus Bennett, mm. I believe, and Jeff Schwartz, another uh, jersey wow. hanging in the Wall of Fame, is going to be with us, and Eddie Spaghetti and his pal Martin Weiss are going to make can it. I, can I tell you something real quick? You may. This is. I feel kind of like used around the Wall of Fame. Right. Used to be like something that we we worked hard for. Now there's too many people on. I don't know if I want to be on it anymore. What are you talking about? This no, you're not. Jerseys. No, you're not allowed. What are you? To you don't get it's to make too many, the rules. It's just too many jerseys on there now. It used to be like three. It looks nice. And now it's just mm, you got James on there. Sean, you don't like you don't like Sean O'Hara and uh, Willie McGinnis. I'm just saying. That, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just saying. Willie's been here a long time, and he he gets on the wall. I mean. I don't know, Shaq. You used to have to put in the work to get on the wall. Now you just you just you know being a group. Well, you, while you were out lollygagging or doing whatever you were doing in Orlando, Florida, you know what? Couple guys putting in the work were um, O'Hare hey, and McGinnis. I just I mean it's, it's a you know I don't know I don't like I don't like the taste of this this pie. That I'm <laughs> Are we having a pie off this year again? Of course we're having. Okay, a pie well off. I, we gotta make sure I'm gonna be around for it. Let's not do it like last year and just tell me the day of. Wow, I don't <laughs> know if that happened. We tell you for six months, but all right. 
Either way, we'll have we'll, we'll you'll have your pie and eat it too when that day arrives. In the meantime, though, big show on the way later in the week. Make sure you check out Good Sports on the Adam Carolla Show each and every day, available on on uh, Apple Podcasts, and also. Daves of Thunder, also available at uh, Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. But for now, for Eddie Spaghetti and MOVP behind the glass, and for Maurice Jones-Drew seated to my immediate left, we'll talk to you in a couple days. Till then, it's been a dead slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.